I was going to end next season. They're going to do one more season. How many How many seasons have you seen of uh, Drag Race? I've never seen one. Why are you so trying you to just, get me? You just watch right random. when we go live. You just and watch random episodes. Crazy shit. Shit. <laughs> this episode is brought to you by Excalibur by Heaven's Pantry with six simple ingredients dates, cashews, almonds, cocoa powder, coconut oil, and sea salt. It is gluten free, all natural, and vegan with no sugar added, no ingredients you can't pronounce. This Dutch processed cocoa powder gives you Excalib gives the Excalibur a unique, rich chocolate flavor. So unique, children of all ages will be addicted. Take my word for it, including him. Yeah, take take his word for it, not the person's word that gave him that word. That's how you know you can't trust this man. He's seen more than two episodes of Drag Race. I promise. I've never he seen loves, one. He loves a chocolate moment. <laughs> Welcome to Talking Junk. Ooh, excuse me. We're on the break room tonight. We're yeah, take a break. Grab a kick and take a break in the break room. RuPaul's break room. Talking Junk Network, where entertainment lives. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to your favorite rapper's favorite podcast. See, this is why I like your show. You guys charismatic, you know the right things to say. Speaking Welcome of the right things room. to say, this man fucking burned you at the end there. That was fucking hilarious. RuPaul's break room. Very good. Very good. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Talking Junk's Talking Junk Network's The Break Room, not RuPaul's The Break Room, all right? <laughs> Welcome to The Break Room, the podcast that comes to you live every Saturday night from YouTube, Facebook, Twitch, and Twitter. The gang's all here. We got a new addition with us, Darby, our resident researcher. How's everybody doing tonight? Uh, not too bad. I I I think um, I want to shout out to Darby here because he this is his first show, but he's already kind of showing that he's going to be our resident Jamie. So if you're familiar with uh, Joe Rogan's podcast and Jamie, I think we're going to be having our our own uh, fucking savants of research here um, as a time I'm goes the on. monkey and the typewriter in the corner. Right? He's like a thousand monkeys and we know one of those monkeys are going to write up something fucking great. And it's it's <laughs> nice to know. I'm doing pretty good myself. I got my uh, girlfriend over. She's come all the way down from Alaska. She comes all the way God down to see me and up uh, sitting here while, while she's sleeping doing a podcast. So That is I'm a far-ass booty call, guy. It is. <laughs> Did she, did she write a moose? Get your hands off my Excalibur. Just stay up taking pieces, bro. How dare bro. you? Like a seagull. 
<laughs> like, didn't y'all get a case? You can't get your own bars? She yeah, has just, own bars just like a woman. She has a perfectly good bar. She's like, I'm going to still eat his. Unbelievable. They got the whole family living on the bars. Right, but if he wants some of hers, he got to ask. Right. Mm-hmm. right. <laughs> At least you know. Dre, Niggs, how, how y'all doing? Doing good. <laughs> Just completed another work week. We're here for another episode. Moving forward, man. Make sure you look good. uncomfortable. Give me a dollar. That's when I know you're online. You make me uncomfortable, but with family, so I can't. <laughs> Oh, the <laughs> Got off work, slammed down a burger and eight bites. Feeling good. <laughs> right, eight bites is a record for him. That's that's too long. It Wait. usually takes some, just a few short bites. Couple breaths, like a wolf. Danger zone. <laughs> that the danger zone is when you don't chew correctly. Make sure you chew your food. <laughs> who, need, who needs a soundboard when we got like sound effects right here? That was fence and chewing noise. <laughs> yeah. Yo, Tyler, why don't you tell us what uh, your friend reviewed these? How your friend reviewed these? Well, uh, I had a friend of mine who watches the show. I'm not sure if they're watching right now, but if so, shout out to you. Also, shout out to the fellow junkers. But, uh, they bought a box and they brought them in and uh, they've been enjoying them themselves. Their family has kind of grabbed a couple and also they gave some to their toddler, which seems to rather enjoy them and has asked for them. So they're not only good for you, but they're toddler approved. So if you need a snack and your toddler needs a snack, snack, split a bar, give them some, give yourself some, get a little energy. They may not need the energy, but you know what? They're getting a little bit of nutrition, chewing on something good, as opposed to all this processed shit that's difficult to get away from. And the like term this. energy bar, you can use really loosely with this because it's talking about natural energy from the nuts that are in it. So, Right. It's not like uh, it's not like if you're giving yourself a bang energy bar or something like that or a monster energy bar. It's not going to be shit like that. You're not getting any bull semen extract in this bar. Uh, as you see in our adverts, there's only six ingredients. They're all natural, and it's all natural things you're getting. So it might be stuff that you're like, eh, I don't know. At least you know it's a natural intake that you're getting, and your body can process what it's getting as opposed to it being some foreign synthetic bullshit. Right. Right. Also, it's at a great price and at an even better price if you use our code. So definitely check them out. If you're not sure what that code is, stay tuned. We'll pop it back up again for you. Oh, it's right here down at the bottom. HP Street for 20% off your first order. Talk Junk 69 for 10% off every order after. Right there at the bottom. And there you go. You don't even have to pay full price, and that's the best price. Buy a crate. Buy two crates. Buy all of it, honestly. Don't even pallet. like stop at two crates. Like buy fucking all of the stock and just hand it out. And if you guys own your own stores, you can definitely order to sell them in-house. Start an Excalibar store. That's right. You can even drop ship them. I know I know you Amazon drop shippers out there. It's on Amazon. Add that to your shit. Help some people out. You know you can do it. Bar. Why not? $2 a bar a for an all-natural 
I know we're supposed to be talking about Stranger Things, but what's stranger than we're not what, talking what, about Stranger Things? Whatever. Well, we're talking about Strange Things. You're <laughs> stalking Strange Things. Yeah. yeah. You're strange. Are you? I may have oh. some. <laughs> I have one of these scale bars, and they're pretty good. Yeah, I, I haven't gotten any myself, but honestly, I might buy a box, and I know Jason's going to hook us up so he can try them out. When he does, I'm definitely going to bring him to work and share them at work. Um, definitely check them out. It's definitely worth it. We're not we're not going to bullshit y'all uh, with what we're going to sell to y'all, but we will bullshit on here. Stay tuned. And you viewers could win a box, too. Just uh, take a clip of your favorite Talking Junk episode, stitch it into a TikTok, and tag us on it. The best one will win their own 12-piece bo- uh, 12 box of Excaliburs shipped to you straight from us. Don't think we do drop shipping. Uh, all right. Well, we don't do drop shipping, but still, check the shit out. <laughs> Definitely check. It's like a healthy brownie. What else do you want? Eat it with a fucking glass of milk or a good cup of coffee in the morning. Right, have it at night with some vanilla ice cream. Like, do what you want. Right. Eat it. You don't have to eat it like it's You can take it. You know what I was actually thinking? You could probably take it, put it into like a blender with some oatmeal milk, and then it probably would taste pretty good. Right. Any kind of milkshake. There you go. There's, there's. Don't, don't be unilateral with your thinking. Take your food. Be creative. Eat it how you want to eat it. But if it's weird, you know, keep it to yourself. Scalabar shake. Scalabar shake sounds great. It does. If you like roll it really get in the blender with your protein cheese in there, like we don't want to know about that. I I don't know about that. Exactly. Like we don't want to know about that, but do you just do you quietly? What are you drinking in that tequila glass, Jay? What was that? What are you drinking in the martini glass, Jay? I'm drinking, uh, I mixed a little bit of uh, apple rum with some grenadine and juice, and I splashed some hypnotic in there. So a little hypnotic cocktail. How fitting. Hypnotic. Isn't hypnotic for the bitches? (laughs) Look who we're talking about. I mean, uh, listen, all right? I don't know where that fine print is on this bottle. Okay. Notice, notice, you said fine print for a reason. Yeah, but, yeah, but notice how you know, have he's the wine glass. Has a glass. To make the drink for us. So yes. You have Malibu rum too. Yes. No, we drank that. Okay, so you did though. Yeah, we did. It makes it's a good mixer. Okay, I, I was just asking. <laughs> You're a bitch. <laughs> Whoa! I was just inquiring about Bing what bang. type of alcohol you had. That's all. Fuck you! I gay ass nigga. Fuck. Seems like, we, seems like we got two people drinking rum. Snitchy bitches. <laughs> Feels like we're on a pirate ship with all the rum here. <laughs> right? Why is rum? Because this man Jason is always making a fruity fucking cocktail, and I can't ever have some Easter rum. You're I got me hypnotic. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty fucking good, though. Hey, you know what? A lot of the quote-unquote bitch drinks be tasting good, so I, I'm just fucking with you, bro. 
I still got to go back in the archives and figure out what the fucking drink was that tastes like pure mango. I need to bring that one back. Yeah. Yo, my dad has been watching us, and he didn't realize that he wasn't watching up-to-date episodes. He was just seeing, like, recent uploads. So he's watching one from us, like, a year ago. He's like, yeah, I'm watching a new episode. I'm like, nah, bro, look, I'm, I'm in the hospital. <laughs> That's real old. <laughs> but my, my parents are regular watchers, so shout out to y'all. Thank you for watching. Mr. and Mrs. Bundy, thank you very much. So we hope you like the rambling episode we're going to do today about the Montauk Project, which was uh, the Stranger Things was loosely based on it. Loose, loosely based on it. Uh, our resident egghead gave uh, Mr. Bane no arms over there. Jack Blacker some notes. So let's see. <laughs> Seven names. Give me a dollar. I think you're muted. I can't hear you. The only thing that they really share with each other is mostly the interdimensional aspect and portals, really. What was that? I can't, I could barely hear you, Darby. I said loosely based is a pretty correct term for it. It's uh, the only thing that Stranger Things and the Montauk Project really have in common with each other is the extra dimensional aspects of it and the. Uh, portals that were supposedly created there. Well, can't wait to break it down. <laughs> but uh, anyway, you're willing to start, start. I don't know if you want me to go ahead with it or not. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Why don't you go ahead? All right. Sounds good. Sounds good to me. A lot of the things that we know on Montauk and the Air Force Base specifically are only from a few compilations of historical books based around um, NORAD bases, which were a Cold War era series of military bases dedicated to surveillance around the entire North Atlantic coast. Camp Hero, um, to get familiar with the, his the history of it, as it's known today, was uh, originally a fort just south of a lighthouse on Long Island. And check my notes here. It was originally disguised as a fishing settlement, disguising 12 naval battery batteries and a military installation on the tip of Long Island. It was deemed a strategic move, being a midway between uh, two large American cities. And in 1948, a radar installation, which is what is infamously the, pic the picturesque uh, idea or image of it when you think of it as the radar station that's there, was built in 1948 and established as the main part of it, the base in the 50s, where it was redesignated as what we know now as Montauk Air Force Base. Um, the rest of the installation in the site was closed down and gifted to New York State, but the Montauk Air Force Base itself, the radar installation, stayed active until about the 80s. And to this day, parts of it are still inaccessible in direct violation of New York Park Charter. That's just an intro for now. <laughs> Now we, there's a, a lot of shit uh, surrounding the Montauk uh, experiments, but one of the things that seem to be linked to it, and I'm sure we'll cover one day because uh, you know we like a lot of this crazy, obscure conspiracies. Uh, the Philadelphia experiment. Any uh, heard of that? Yeah, the Philadelphia experiment. Yeah. 
There was, there was actually no naval records on the Philadelphia experiment itself, but the Navy was experimenting heavily with stealth technology back in the 40s. And one of the foundations of that was taking the ships and applying certain coatings and specifically after the war, enlisting the help of scientists from Germany that were captured after the fall into specific projects dedicated to um, stealth programs uh, that like were dealing specifically with uh, bypassing radar. One of the ways that they suggested by doing this was trying to find novel ways of either teleporting the ship or specifically experimenting with radar frequencies that can move matter in, in specific directions. Right. Apparently, they they did a, a little demonstration and mm-hmm. uh, blinked in and out of reality. And when they blinked back into it, there were bodies fused to the hull. There's there's bodies fused to the hull, and there was actually accounts of like people who did survive it. But the people that were there who were survived, their minds were completely wiped from the entire situation that occurred. Mostly, they had no idea of it, and the um, army, or at the time, the navy too, was uh, taking those people and putting them into medical camps, where a lot of expunged records from that have never been found. Right. Well, but uh, well, according to popular legend, in 1943, the U.S. Navy undertook the secret experiments based out of the Port of Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. The experiments were designed to put Einstein's unified field theory to practical use by making a naval ship invisible. While conspiracy theorists debate the existence of the Philadelphia experiment, one alleged survivor of the scientific outing, Al Bielik, maintained that the Navy's purpose was entirely different. According to Bielik, the true purpose of the Philadelphia experiment wasn't invisibility. It was time travel. In 1990, Bielik claimed that he spent two uh, time in two separate periods of the future only to re- two separate time periods of the future to only to return to present day and tell the story and that was just the beginning of the fantastic revelations of this totally uh totally totally completely of absolutely 100% not fake time traveler as if someone would uh make it up anyway anywho when he's he said when he uh him and one other person when it blinked out of uh time they jumped off the boat. So when they jumped off the boat, they got trapped, I guess, in a time field and ended up in uh, f- from the 40s to the 80s and stood there like they were fucking Captain America. <laughs> oh, shit. It says, uh, in later years, Eldridge would become famous for supposedly harboring the Philadelphia experiment. One day in August 43, to be exact, Bielik and his brother were subject to some of odd happenings aboard the ship. Uh, they jumped safely, only to land in the year 2137. While in 2137, Bielik was treated for radiation injuries through a highly advanced series of treatments that uh, relied on vibration and light. What's more, the experiment in hospital was solely educational and news programming, uh, the only choice of TV in the world. I, I didn't hear about that one. The United States was a relic, he said. Well, let's go back to uh, the Montauk project, because unfortunately, like a dickhead, I no, forgot to write down. Good. I mean, 100 years from now, I wouldn't be surprised America is a relic, you know? <laughs> oh, it's, it's already a relic. I mean, if people don't start paying attention, it won't be even that long. Exactly. The door is going to close on this country. But 
one of the if, if I may go off on a small tangent, Jay, if that's all right. You can do it, bro. Don't ever fucking ask. Go ahead. Goddamn right, got it. Anyways, um, a lot of the things, the things that I mean, all the stuff to an average person, it might sound like oh, yeah, it sounds a bit ridiculous, and some of it we only really have alleged information. Yo, yo. But the things that I like to find interesting specifically is that a lot of the things that people talk hello. about. Hello. Over 150 of them to be specific. But, and that was specifically used to try and find novel techniques of interrogation and massive droves of human experimentation with different drugs just to attempt to break a person mentally or fracture their personality and be able to direct or influence the more vulnerable, broken state of a person. This is all detailed under. Uh, Subproject Subproject Thirty Five, specifically, and it was defined by Declassified CA Documents, a cover organization for highly sensitive projects in the field of cover biological, chemical, and radiological warfare. So when you when you look at these things, they happen. These absurd, disgusting, sick things actually happen, and it was covered up by the government. So when we talk about things like the Montauk Project, is it really seem that ridiculous? It, I don't think it, it seems ridiculous that we would put time, resources, and energy into it. I think what seems ridiculous to us is that they would be able to do interdimensional and time-related things because I think still too many of the NPCs programming tells them that, well, if they figured that out, they would tell us. Even though there's problems, they're not evil. There's not a cabal against me. So if they figured it out, they would tell us if something would happen. I can trust that they would tell us, and they don't put much uh, more thought into it. When in reality, they would never fucking tell you that. There's, there's no reason for you to tell you that. Because in the best case, humans in general do not have the emotional do right cameras. and physical capacity to handle knowledge that we can manipulate time, space, or dimension. People people barely understand those concepts as they are just as an idea, let alone the actual ability to do it. So if they did figure it out and they weren't being malicious, how could they even tell us? But I don't think that they're looking into these things at least not now. Maybe back in the day they were less malicious and more curious, but I still kind of doubt it. Uh, there's no good to come from these secret-ass projects because it's either a secret weapons program or a secret something doing something that you don't need to know about because you're not qualified. And it's like, I live here too, bitch. Like, what the fuck are you doing? Especially if you try... Like, the Large Hadron Collider and shit, they're like, oh, we're just smashing, like, tiny particles that are trying to find the Big Bang. We want to recreate the Big Bang. Bitch, if the Big Bang is uh, real, it created the universe. Why would you recreate that? You fuck? You know what I mean? But now I'm getting on a deeper tangent that's unrelated. But it's just, <laughs> you can definitely believe that they're doing these things. You just can't believe everything, you know? You have to oh, take for sure. 
And you have to be able to look at it and be like, all right, there's enough other bullshit that's been confirmed for me to believe that this unconfirmed bullshit is real. But I can't believe necessarily that the way that it's been transcribed or reported to me is exactly what's going on. Because I remember the first time I came around the Montauk, like it was called the Montauk Project, and it was always associated with this picture of this kind of like beaver dog naked mole rat thing that washed up on the shores in New York. And people were like taking photos and be like, what the fuck is this? It washed up from the shores from Montauk. <laughs> Darby and, seems to think that it's a raccoon. I do yeah, think it's a like, There's a lot of different ideas of like, it's just a hairless this or hairless that. And that's why it looks so weird. But that was my first introduction to the Montauk projects. And at the time, the idea was that the island was for something else, but they started to do something more clandestine. And they kept doing that and shut everything else down. And it's still actually in operation. There's evidence for it for the clandestine operations specifically. It's one of the things I'm interested in, and I uh, outlined it inside of the document as well. Um, The 77th Radar Squadron was the only unit stationed there throughout its tenor of 1948 all the way to 1981 and remained the only unit there and was redesignated three times, likely to switch up people in the base. Like right away, that's kind of weird, especially for any sort of NORAD base. But then you look even further and at the people in the records of the people who were stationed there in the 7th and 73rd are uh, what sticks out is that none of the hometowns are listed for any of them, nor any images of details. Three people specifically are interesting alone. Zimmerman, Olsovicki, and Brown. Zimmerman being the only person there who was designated to Montauk, and despite his lower rank of just sergeant. And Olsovicki, a master sergeant from Langley Air Force Base, and he and, that, and Langley Air Force Base is already known to host massive amounts of intelligence activities, as well as Brown, a command surgeon assigned from the Department of Defense himself. So right there, it's already a symbol that something weird happened. Because it's just what? Who? Zimmerman operating an entire Cold War radar installation by himself for 20 years? Yeah, like, I, I feel like what probably happened there is they established what they said they were doing. Because I feel like in a lot of those projects, they probably did do what they say for posterity's sake and then did other shit. So that way when you ask them, they're like, no, nah, we did that. It's just that you don't know the things to ask them, so they don't have to say, yeah, we did that. And so when you keep asking the wrong things, they're like, nah. And then, you know, on the off chance you do, they just shy away from it. But <clears throat> I, w- I would believe that, like, maybe even they had a regiment there thinking that they were doing just that. But I highly doubt that they would just keep the same regiment there, the same type of people there because they're going to know something. That's why they're the only ones allowed to be there because they're agreed upon, they understand their assignment, and the less rotation you have, the less risk of exposure you have. And they were probably doing that, and then as they were doing that, they were likely building things underground such that they could continue operations and shut down the flag that's above because... Now, if it is still going or back in like 2013 or whenever the hell it was that I came across it, um, they I'm sure you're all aware of dumbs and like deep underground bases and stuff like that. And the tunnels that run throughout the country, there's likely a tunnel that would run to whatever secret base or operation they have going there. It's not going to be in the basement. It's going to be 
floors down like a missile silo. It's going to right. It's going it's to be, be deep underground. Away, and if it's connected to something, that tunnel that is connecting to it is going to go far away because you're not going to associate somebody in Buffalo. This is hypothetical, of course. In Buffalo, taking some sort of tunnel down over to Montauk. That's fucking ridiculous. Well, of course it is. Unless you have the resources and the means of researching time and interdimensional travel. Like, that, that's my whole thing. Like, time and interdimensional travel. If you understand the gravitas behind that, then it's not absurd that somebody would put the resources if they had the resources and digging a tunnel that's hundreds of miles long to make it secret, you know? Well, to, to add on to that specifically, because it's funny that you mentioned, like some people think dumbs are a conspiracy, but plenty of declassified documents have detailed specifically the very existence of a bases that exist 600 meters into the ground to give you a personal experience of mine. I used to work at a place in the past and one of the people there had intelligence experience in Arizona. He was stationed. Um, he didn't ever hey, get any Migs is in Arizona, but he doesn't have intelligence experience or intelligent <laughs> experience. Damn. Says the hook phonics kid who failed at age none. Um, <laughs> <laughs> beautiful. Was, was that was was that for you or was that for your filter? <laughs> oh, that's cute. He's practicing. It's for everyone. Fuck you. Please I like the I like the no hair look. <laughs> He's just having foam filters. Nice a totona face. It's a chicken nugget, okay? Really? That's totone's a totone's break room. What'd you say, brother? The Tostones break room. RuPaul's Tostones break room. <laughs> right. We we got snacks here for you. <laughs> so to, pick up, to pick up where we left off, uh, I had a buddy who was stationed in Arizona. Like, he was, uh, I don't really talk to him anymore, but, um, he was stationed in Arizona and he described to me that the base that he was in, cause he was, um, he, his, his job was operating incoming and outgoing communications in the base. There you go. He, uh, uh, <laughs> perfect. Yes. And just but, uh, his true form. Rue J's break room. Rue J's break room. Are you still on me? She's she's draw she's drawn up divorce documents now. It's this. My auspicious. I'm out of here. I'm out. I got. That's out. fucked up. What do you mean? She, she's gonna go get with somebody who <laughs> makes her drink wrong? water. <laughs> so if I want to dress like a dude, you'll still love me. Park? Nah, that was a bearded dragon. So Jurassic you didn't answer my question. So if I dress like a dude, would you still love me? I mean, <laughs> hey man, there's some guys who are into girls that dress like dudes. Yeah, there's yeah, some guys. Too. <laughs> there's those more, more drag. Snitchy bitches. 
Look at this man, Jay, being being rude as fuck. As as this wonderful new edition was regaling us you with know, a real life story, no this man's Jason. like, look at me, I'm a serious <laughs> fan. Look at me, I'm a fucking Jerry. Oh, you know how I'm about? Well, He's well, doing you know. typical talent bullshit, but it's not his typical Jay. Right, and it doesn't work for Jay because typical Jay <laughs> shit involves dick and balls. Right, no, it does not. <laughs> definitely got to put it down in my, uh, my notes. <laughs> yeah, de definitely put it down to research my underline under that dick and balls. <laughs> dick and balls. Highlight it too. Coming to an interested Jason near you. Frank. <laughs> <laughs> But no, the only thing I really had to finish off with saying is that his base was 600 meters into the ground. So think about how deep that is. It wouldn't be unreasonable for anything deeper. To, I mean, it would be unreasonable for something like that under Montauk. I mean, Americans don't really know meters, but yeah. Right. For, for, let, let me look up a translation. Three feet. All right. Just to give you an idea. It's about 2,000 feet. No, it, it's, it's pretty far. We're like three thousand feet. Like, how far is that? <laughs> <laughs> it's like Hang on, let me look up. Let me look up how many football fields are this meter system. You said two thousand. You said three thousand meters. Two thousand feet. Hundred meters. Two thousand feet. He said. Two thousand feet. So think about how far that is. Like what? What's like? One third of one quarter of a mile. That's dude? about ten football fields down. How Damn. long? Lord. How long is it? <laughs> <laughs> it's like you measure the measurements as you're measuring measurements. About two hundred feet. Yeah. Who said? It's like two hundred cars. That, that right there. That's from about right here to about way over there by <laughs> fucking Walmart. You know, the Montauk project was about 10 football fields. <laughs> football fields underground. Like, I tell you what. I definitely can't get there. I won't take gas. You look like you got fucked up by a gator. <laughs> All that's left of you is your bottom jaw. The worst part. I resent that dearly. He he you looks like boy. Got his gun. He looks like somebody from a Ralph Steadman painting. One of those uh, fear and loss, fear and loathing Las Vegas paintings. He looks like uh, one of them. Yeah, whoever the fuck that is. He looks like the creep, the same creepy guy you would think to see in a van, moving slowly and smiling mm -hmm. when anyone younger than him passes by. How many fucking creepy vans you've seen? Fucking got some He's been in a few and driven a, a, even more. What you mean? They rented the car from you. Mm. Experienced van driver. Do you like sucking candy? I got sucking candy in here. <laughs> Give me a dollar. Mm -hmm. So, Jason, what was it like being part of that project? I don't even think we covered what they did in that project. <laughs> yeah, we did. We said it was like Stranger Things. I mean, what else do you need to know? There's we said it was like 10 football fields. Portals. It's 10 <laughs> football fields. What else do you need to know? They had they had fun. They did uh, terrible things, possibly. I gave you, I gave you a dollar. 
What they really did was try to exploit mind control. Exploiting mind control is the interesting part to me, too. Because when people, like I was saying earlier, when people think of, like, mind control, they think of, like, this cartoon-esque swirly eyes kind of, like, mental domination. In reality, a lot of the survivors of MKUltra programs and the artichoke program, like I was mentioning earlier, which are the government programs that involve that kind of thing, just mostly was traumatizing young people and prisoners of war alike and were causing them to have a mental fracture and develop a multi-personality disorder through trauma that made them manipulative or manipulatable and malleable and a lot and a lot of the times that would like that would they would they would use that to try and see if they can use it on prisoners like i was saying earlier if you can get someone like the right hand man of a dictator and make him hate his like hate his leader and shit and break his mind and release him back into the back into the same area he was then what you know that's a pretty good way of achieving the goal of overthrowing that dictator yeah it's just an example of it What the fuck are you doing? Right. <laughs> <laughs> Captain Marvel came to visit. It looks like your thing's like having a. It looks like it has like fucking Parkinson's, dude. She's on fucking crack right now. Michael J. Fox resents that. <laughs> Anywho, yes, they tried to do experiments on mind control, and of course, they're going to use kids and vagrants. Mm-mm. What the fuck just happened here? Looks like yeah. we're back to RuPaul. Mm-hmm. But I guess the reason why they would probably use uh, a child or a younger mindset is because it's still under the developing stages. So the more it's developing under what you're feeding it, it's also going to absorb it as if that's what it, the norm is, what what it, what yeah, life is. Their mind is a sponge. Yep. And it's a lot. Nicole. Hello. Near-death experience. What? Missing our show is a near-death experience. But I'm yes, it is. Care. Yes, it is. <laughs> don't laugh. She's. We don't know what she's been through. No, that's <laughs> not what I'm laughing at. Shut the fuck up, Miguel. Why are you going to be so nice to me? It's just who I am. You are who you are. Did you drink water today? No. I didn't drink water either when I put the fucking bottle up on the break room chat. Word? Jason right. drank it like two days later. You drink the water and listen, Talon. No, 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 no. You listen. I fucking tried. I did. I really did. Your body cells are lamenting (laughs) the fact that they're your body cells. They reject water. I can't. Yeah, okay. Have you ever tried room temperature water? Yes, that's the bottle that I showed you was room temperature. Well, you know what? Force it down. I tried. Yeah, I drink, like okay. six okay. red bulls. Like, 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 ah. I bet like, if we mixed ah. it with mercury, for some reason, it would go down easier. <laughs> Remember, I told you I drank a whole bunch of water and then I threw up. That should be your yes. new filter, Jay. Yeah, because if you do that, it water is a toxin, relatively speaking. <laughs> you can't just do that. Oh, so now I gotta drink it slowly. You don't know shit about water at all. You're like, <laughs> you're like, I don't need water. I'll just drink soda. It's like, what? Right. I take a shower. Like, my body absorbs this. Okay. Yeah, I hope you do. That's know not a thing that, that bodies do like it that. It does. Mine does. 
Soda has two percent water, water by being around water. <laughs> hey, Jasmine, have you ever tried sparkling water? Yes, it's oh, it's shit's that, gross. That's yeah, you know, still, that doesn't real water. <laughs> <laughs> if you're gonna drink sparkling water, just drink fucking iced coffee and be like, "Well, there's ice in there." And then sugary <laughs> soda water. You need water to make ice to make coffee. You what would you? Everything. What would you know? What is needed with water? What would you even? Drinking plenty of room temperature. There you go. That's a good thing to come. You got to stock up on your lukewarm water. See, Nicole knows. She may not even like it, but she's like, well, I am a human being. I should drink water. Well, maybe I'm a fucking human, all right? No, no, not maybe. We established you're fucking reptilian. <laughs> I we already established that like two episodes you ago. Know, you don't know anything. I know enough. No, not you, Jason. I knew it. Don't lick me. Jason low-key married her because he knew that, and he was like, well, this is hedging my bets. Or maybe the man's in the reptilians. Have you considered that? <laughs> Right. What I'm Maybe. supposed to be okay with it? I think so. Maybe. We're in a more tolerant society these days. No, no, we're not. Yeah, fuck we're not. Come on, let's really in love. Danger zone. <laughs> no, we're not. More so, if you don't say and think what we think, you are a fucking piece of shit and you better die. And it's like, I just had a question. I just, I just wanted to ask the questions because you know this is new. You yeah, fuck you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, I feel you, Darby. But no, <laughs> this man does it. This man's this man's racist against reptilians. Racist? I don't know reptilians. Oh, they hide. Right? Against I, if anything, I am strategically cautious about reptilians Reptil. because any and all information about them is extremely negative. So why would I give them the benefit of the doubt when it seems like their aim is to eat and or dominate human beings? Like, what? Hey, hey Nicole. Uh, Listen, not all painkillers with Kool-Aid. Straight, yeah, with soda. With straight powder. With soda. With Pepsi. I, look, Darby, I you, and I'm willing to work on a reptilian by reptilian basis. However, right now, the cards are not straight in there. With, with Pepsi. Cherry Pepsi, <laughs> by the way. Yeah, see, that's a dead reptilian right there. That's one of their babies. She is ugly as fuck. This right gonna, here is the monster that we were discussing you hear me before. Go? I, drink my pain killer, I drink my painkillers with Cherry Pepsi. Sometimes. You should take your painkillers with an Excalibur. Sometimes right. coffee. Yes, yeah, Excalibur will take your painkillers. Honestly, I'm the only to take the painkillers. Yeah, we we actually hear like a dog getting vitamins. We got just. I bet if your skin was high. I don't. I don't, I don't like drugs. I don't take. I don't take painkillers or Advil or anything. You know, you can get headaches from dehydration. Never mind. Well, yeah, I don't get that. So. Oh, really? Just grab when another headache, I'd be like, oh my god, I need a soda or I need a coffee. That's hey, or hey, you know my headache goes away. You got two feet, so that means once you lose one, you still got the other one to drink soda with. That's all right. I'll just use a wheelchair. That's what they made them for. <laughs> that's not what they made them for, but <laughs> she'll just wait for Jason to make a drink and that, that's her open door. Jason's gonna start using zero sugar sodas and shit. Yeah. Here's my chases, damn it. Break room zero sugar soda. 
disgusting. Break room zero water. Like, why are you not disgusting? Because there's no sugar. Gross. I need sugar. You need 80 grams? I do. Molasses in the bottle. Have you ever seen 80 grams of sugar before? It's fucking crazy. She needs it in an IV straight to the veins. Sugar diabetes. No, she gave sugar diabetes. But then again, you know what? I, I don't know if this is true, but I heard lizards love sugar. So, oh well. No, they love some lizards. How would you find that out? Would you feed like a lizard do a donut or some shit? Yeah, <laughs> you just leave a pile of sugar to see what happens. The sugar <laughs> Does a lizard have to fight the ants for the sugar? Well, I mean, if you just have like a terrarium, there shouldn't be no ants in there. And I would say put it in some water so that way there's sugar water, but I don't know if without any food coloring, if that would work according to Jasmine. That's well, you know, you know that girl that went vegan and made her dog go vegan? Well, since Jasmine doesn't drink water, none of her pets do either. Y'all have pets? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we call them children. Water. Man. They Hey, if y'all ever see this episode, start drinking some water. You might not be so tired. Right? You might feel like you're stuck in the Montauk Project. <laughs> well, according you're, to the Montauk you're Project, you're like electrodes are on the top of your head all the time. Making you dehydrated and shit. Get the white foamy shit from the side of your lip. That's why you need an Excalibur to break out of it. comes from too, math. Word. Again, That's get an Excalibur. Really good for good. every some situation. Excalibur, some bad, neutral vitamins. <laughs> That's oh what you got to get that Excalibur, baby. Ten percent off every order with every successive order. You know you got to get that. You know you got to get it. And also, by CIA you know, mind control, get your Excalibur. Yeah, but if you see that right face Jason has now, run. Before you make me angry, you wouldn't like me when I'm angry. You look happy. Are you trying to be Arnold Schwarzenegger Hulk? It's just the Arnold Hulk in it. But he looks like the other guy. He looks like a Hellboy slash What are you talking about? It's a Jolly Green Giant. Eat like your greens, Hulk. motherfucker. It is not the Jolly Green. It's like Jolly a Green and Hulk like the and the Jolly Green Giant and like I don't know, came along and made it a threesome or something. Like, Why is his beard black? Like, everything's green and the beard's black. Why? Whoa. I will discriminate you. What the fuck? It's the Get to the chopper now. You look, you look a bit more like uh, what's his name from Guardians? You ever played Gears of War? Yes. It looks like Marcus. Does oh, yeah, he does kind of look like Marcus. Mm -mm. Do I look better now? No. no. You look a little more like, like Schwarzenegger, yeah. Was that Terminator 5? Yeah. Uh, Terminator 5. Was, three. was it 3? The one with okay. the female. <laughs> the one with the female. <laughs> you have to be Oh, that was the wrong franchise movie. I am suffering from copyright. <laughs> copyright infringement. 
That's fucked it's got up. Got my your trademark symbol in the corner of my name, yeah. <laughs> what the fuck was that? He went from Arnold to Jamaican. When he goes on rant, you know, it, it's funny. When he rants, holy shit, it's hilarious. He doesn't rant in Jamaican, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, he talks about when he talks like this and he gets really fast and it's just like, what are you saying? And as he got going and he says, ah, ah, ah. Well, you didn't know Arnold. What? No, we're not talking about Chris Pratt. But you're close because he's fucking Arnold's daughter. Not Chris Pratt. Fucking the wrestler. That's what I'm talking about. You guys don't remember when Chris Pratt had half his face melted off and he was a Terminator in Terminator 3? You don't remember when Chris Pratt married his daughter and had some Terminator children with her? Why do have to be Terminator children? What else would they be? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Stole the words right out of my mouth. <laughs> Anywho. What were you talking about? Yes. Some bullshit? Completely. <laughs> 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 Bless you. <laughs> you got some sandy wipes to wipe that shit? Huh? You got some sandy wipes, you dirty motherfucker? Yes, I do. Would you like some sunny wipes to wipe your fucking pussy? No, I think that desk would like some fucking sunny wipes, though. You just went, spread all that shit on there. Where did the virus come from? Dirty ass niggas. I would spread salmonella all over here. I will kill my victim through void poisoning. That's what they call herd immunity, right? Right. You're learning from Biden now. <laughs> oh no! I need to reassess. Hopefully, he didn't teach you how to get off a bike because it didn't work too well for him earlier. <laughs> yeah, they didn't they download that programming into that model. No, they didn't. You know, one thing I want to ask you, Talon, what is your uh, opinion on like what defines you as someone who's an NPC? Oh no! <laughs> right here, what's an NPC? Yeah, I what's mean, an MP to you? I, I have my own definition. I love that filter. An NPC is going to be somebody that's pretty much like 100% of the time, maybe a little bit less, 90 to 100% emotionally driven. And none of their ideas you can easily identify as not being their own. They're being recited like a parrot. And they might think that they're thinking, but when you try to show them that they're not Come thinking... Here. They get mad and defensive and very emotional because all they have is an emotional drive rather than a thinking drive, and that's an NPC. So using the basis of emotionality as the uh, driving focus behind someone who is classified as an NPC, what would you say about people who are the opposite, sociopathic, if you will? Those are people that think they're the only player in the game. They think they're in a single-player RPG and not an MMO. Interesting way to put it. Do you think the people who classified as NPCs are people who have souls? Yeah, they have souls, but they the just don't realize they have souls, so they're more or less just pawns to be used by those who understand that they're playing the game. And either... and. For me personally, I be, I kind of believe in a 
similar state of like uh, soul age and reliving different lives. Oh, we and in that, those who are NBCs are those who have not lived enough to where their soul recognizes repetition and failure such that it acts out of its own programming, which would be to be emotional and to start thinking. If you can spur an NPC to start thinking on its own, if you can make an AI thinking on its own, then it becomes something more than just an AI. Then it starts to become and learn and grow, become something more, something you have to start to acknowledge. And the more so that it grows and becomes more of an individual and something that is clearly making decisions as opposed to just acting off of its programming, it becomes a player in the game in which it exists. In. Hey, Talon. Hey, Talon, did, did you watch Free Guy? Because it sounds exactly like that. I have seen Free Guy, but my thoughts on this are much older than that movie. But I did enjoy that movie a lot because it mirrors that thought. I just saw it yesterday, so everything you said, it was just like, it, it just makes more sense in a deeper aspect where if you can multiply the amount of AIs that can actually learn and grow that way, then you are creating something different that can grow into it and evolve into something that we can't create beyond its evolution. But, yeah. I believe that they they have souls, though. I just believe that they're not in control of their souls, and they're being controlled by others, like you would see pawns in a chess game. They have more restricted use, they're sacrificed, they're utilized towards an overall gain, whereas those that are higher up have more of a purpose in the game of life because they know themselves, they're filling their role. A pawn can potentially fill any role, shouldn't realize that potential, but a pawn, generally speaking, is just something to be used. When it, when it comes when it comes specifically to the idea of programming, what do you think sets in that programming in the first place? Perhaps oh. it's something along the lines of societal conditions, forcing them to have certain expectations or rather understandings or perspectives of the world as it is and what is expected of them? Or would you say it's something that they are born with? I think a person is born with the traits and attributes that they would need naturally to fulfill what they exist for. However, whether or not they fulfill and grow to uh, get to a point of fulfillment of those traits such that they find them and utilize them to fulfill their purpose is entirely based off upon whether or not the society they're born in is entirely aware of the fact that that's what one should be doing and fosters that type of person as opposed Knowledge to of what their own idea of what life is and making that what it is. And because, like, if you look at how society is now, we don't support the idea of figuring out who you are and what makes you happy and doing that. We give you an idea of make sure you've you figure out how to make the most money possible so your life can be good. We don't foster the idea of knowing oneself in any degree. And because we don't foster the idea of growth and knowing oneself, we have far more NPCs than we should. But because of that, we also potentially have a lot more players in the game than NPCs. It's just a matter of making those NPCs rewrite their own code by seeing examples of those around them. Because an NPC 
works off of what they witness and they mimic because they're emotionally driven that's why crowds can work how they are that's a group of npcs because even if because if you're a player in a crowd you're not going to be swayed by a crowd you're going to be somebody observing that crowd and if you decide to become a part of it you decided you didn't just get caught up in that wave <clears throat> and most people are just people people are just gotta get caught up in waves so if somebody who's a player decides to take control of that group, they can do so and foster their own position, or they can foster people's ability to fulfill their own purpose, whatever it may be. Because even if it's something you disagree with, them doing what they're supposed to do in life is far better than them just doing something random as shit or fulfilling somebody else's purpose, because it leads to balance and harmony for the overall group existence of people here but dissonance is what's the current goal and having more npcs allows for dissonance because there's less players in the game because when you play the game it doesn't make sense to be evil it just doesn't not if you're smart and you're actually learning and growing from the game it doesn't make sense it doesn't serve you and if you think it serves you it's because you're a selfish individual you don't realize that being selfless is the best way to serve yourself because if everybody's happy, you don't have to worry about shit. But if you're worried about just you, you got to make sure that yours is protected. If nobody's worrying about what you got, then you don't have to protect your shit because everybody's got their own shit. But nobody's worried. We're looking towards dissonance, not balance and understanding to, between what to add, on, to, to add on to that. Um, sorry, um, my microphone wasn't. For some reason, it's echoing. Okay, there we go. Sorry, echoing. Um, to add on to that, um, what I was going to say is that when you have the people have no personal incentive to act evil in specific environments, such as the collective material conditions that which people exist in. But the incentive to act evil doesn't particularly come from a moral sense. Oh, you're moving your mouth, Jay. I thought you were talking. <laughs> but um, it doesn't really come from a moral sense of what evil is. People are driven to do acts that would be considered evil not out of the sake of, oh, this is evil and I am an evil person, I should do this. They usually have other sorts of incentives, such as the incentive to steal or the incentive or, uh, I would say, tendency for criminality would come from conditions like poverty or societal conditions that would end up being pretty much like, that would force them to do it, you know what I mean? Out of the sake of necessity. Yeah, no, I understand what you're saying, and that's uh, that's just getting caught up in what was already established by those before you. Those are people that are not necessarily evil. They were just brought into a situation where that's how you survive, and what they're doing to survive just happens to be against the law, or it is naturally considered something that's a violation, whether it's murder, stealing, taking other people's things. It's wrong from an understanding point, because who wants that shit to be done to them? Nobody does. <clears throat> Nobody's saying Right, but we have generations of people who live an entirely like I'll give you an example. I'm I'm from uh, Buffalo, New York, seven one six represent. Seven one eight. But um maybe. specifically seven one eight. I didn't know it was seven one eight. The Bronx, so baby, the Bronx. That's a boogie it's down, baby. The part of the five boroughs, not upstate. Oh, you oh, thought seven one eight was what? Upstate. Nah. You, you know, New York niggas, man. Just guy always got to be like, hey, yo, fuck your borough, though. 
Watch him off Danger Zone. I you still don't know shit about it. You hey, yo, come see me. Danger so Zone. Out, come see me so we can hang out. Send me your address. Send him his address. He's going to take the subway there. I got you, bro. We can go out. We can go to pee and shit. Have some seafood. Get some bitches. Well, that was clever, bro. Word. <laughs> anyway. Happy Father's Day. Oh, yeah. Happy Father's Day to all the fathers out there. Happy Father's uh, Day. To all the good you. fathers, to all you deadbeats out there, go fuck yourself. Yeah, go fuck yourselves. Yeah, go fuck yourself. And, and, and to all the single mothers, get the fuck off this holiday. If you try right. to ride the dick of this holiday, fuck you. You just so, have a holiday. But I'm a single mother. Okay, we you still you. have Mother's We appreciate Day, you, but get the fuck out of here, please. <laughs> Anywho, I feel like we went off on a crazy. We like, did, and you know what? I, uh, to answer your question real quick, um, morality is something that I don't think that most people have the proclivity towards evil. I think there are certain individuals that exist to do evil because without opposition, you can't lose. You can't have failure. You can't have growth. If you have nothing but goodness and success, there's nothing to grow from. So those people do exist and people get caught up in the storm of feeding into those people's desires because they need to do so to survive. Land the but it's also somewhat of an NPC type of a situation <laughs> and reaction to where you're not really in full control. You're just following the footsteps of those that are before you. It's not entirely your fault, but on some level, if it's been brought to your attention, that shit's on you. Right on, brother. Woo! Preach. All right. Well, getting back to the episode at hand. <laughs> According Allegedly. to the Montauk Project believers, sadistic experiments took place beneath the radar tower in secret laboratories connected by a series of tunnels. Thousands of children were allegedly taken from the streets, kept uh, below ground, abused, and programmed into super, uh, super soldiers known as the Montauk Boys. One of them was in Mig's house for an episode. Go look at the archives. <laughs> it's it's he stood <laughs> over Migs and said <laughs> using powerful frequency, scientists supposedly tapped into the consciousness and could control the minds of these impressionable children. The hugely popular show Netflix, uh, the Netflix, the, the hugely popular Whoa. Netflix show Stranger Things on its fourth season is set in a fictional town now, similar to Montauk. Season <laughs> one spoiler. Under the guise of conducting research for the United States Department of Energy, nefarious scientists at the Hawking's National Laboratory kidnap children to use in a variety of supernatural and physical experiments. Wow, one of these, oh, excuse me, psychic experiments. One of these subjects, known, as, known by the number tatted on her arm, 11, Give me a dollar. Mm. Give me a and uses her telekinetic powers to help find Will, a local boy who is lost in an alternate dimension called the Upside Down. While I highly doubt that Camp Hero is hiding a portal to another dimension or its inhabitants, the slimy Demogorgons, its seemingly fictional plot description may not actually seem that strange to anyone familiar with the basics of the Montauk Project. I want to know why the upside down isn't actually upside down. That shit's always right side up. 
Right. <laughs> Actually, in this this season, they do kind of show how everything looks crazy. Like everything is in ruins. And I mean, like, how's that upside down? Like, we love putting shit to ruins and destroying shit. Like, upside down would be things looking like a utopia. <laughs> well, as you, as many other uh, paranormal places or places of conspiracy, uh, Montauk is not is not uh, unknown to its uh, what the fuck? It's uh, yeah, it's uh, uh, uh trespassers. Uh, uh, uh. Uh, Little light trespassings, you know, whether or not the dangerous times of video surveillance are intended to cover up a covert uh, government experiment, but it keeps visitors away from the This season is awesome. I like how they explain Vector. But when your last season was kind of shit, does that, like, not make your next season look better? Well, that's your opinion. No, it was, I don't don't know if it's my opinion, though. A lot of people didn't like that last season. That's their opinion. They're I think I think it is your opinion because like Star Trek is the same way. We're only taking opinions from water drinkers here. Yeah, right. Aqua. People, people who are on screen with avatars at least. I don't know where you win. <laughs> I'm here, motherfucker. I know. I can feel you breathing on my neck somehow. <laughs> She's force projecting. <laughs> is that what it is? Now I'm scared she is sick. She might be. She might be. The dark side is strong with this one. Ah! <laughs> look, she smacked the avatar off me. Yes, yes. I have How can you do that? I don't know. Ew. What is that? That's what Eleven's going to look like next season. <laughs> no, she's going to look like this. <laughs> she gonna be fried, huh? They hooked her back up to the electrodes. They sure did. They sure did. That's a fun. Like getting your brain shocked. Where the fuck was I? Oh, you over there. You, about you were describing the montage voice. Like, uh, the army deactivated the base in 1947 and removed its uh, coastal artillery in 1951. Camp Hero was transformed into an Air Force base. The radar was installed and anti-aircraft artillery training began. The Air Force remained active at Camp Hero until 82, and in 84, the land deemed environmentally important due to its ecosystems and animal life. It was donated to the National Park Service. The MPS transferred ownership to New York State Parks Department and Camp Hero State Park officially opened to the public in 2002. To add on to that, there's still parts of the park that are completely inaccessible to this day, which is a direct violation of the New York Park Charter. Is that snow? What would they do if like like 100 people just were like, nah, fuck you at one time? (laughs) Shoot you. I'm not, I'm not saying that to the people, but I feel like we have enough wild-ass people that if you hear this, you could get a group together and just go over there and mob. The crazy thing is, dude, that even if you did get people to mob, the entire area still has thick, bomb-proof concrete bunkers that are, like, reinforced with rebar that are constantly hatched over and maintained. Thick wall of people. 
you know, and get like, because there's a lot of construction workers out there. They got the tools. They'll take it from pay them in math. You know, hell, <laughs> shit. If you got if you got over a hundred people, just get some fucking small explosives. Blow that shit up. Fuck it. New York State is not I'm proposing not terror in Canada. Doing this for the record, I'm not supporting. I'm not saying go do that. <laughs> but if somebody did that, it'd be kind of fucking cool. We're gonna get like three men in black knocking out. Yeah, like right? they were supposed to store <laughs> right. fucking uh, Area Fifty One. Some hairless ass tall man with all black on and a hat's like, okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> but I, but I watch your guys scream and it's really to do cool. That to Area Fifty One and they never did. They you really think they're gonna do it here? I mean, they they gave the plan away by making a Facebook page about it. That's kind of stupid, right? just. They're, I guess they're just trying to spoon feed us little by little by little before they say more. Well, like, let, let me let me spoon feed this, this to the authorities. We are in no way, shape, or form trying to tell our viewers or listeners to go storm Camp Hero. So if it happens, <laughs> we are not yeah, responsible. I am not saying that, but you know, again, it would be cool. You should if you did it, you should definitely just fucking live stream it. Go balls to the wall. Hey, I'll give you my StreamYard account. You can live stream it. Don't, on Talk and don't fucking don't say that. <laughs> we are Man. not going to get that shit back. If someone sends a TikTok of themselves at Camp Hero, do they get a Excalibur box? Yeah, they get an Excalibur box, definitely. Yeah. Especially if you I don't know if the cops let you enjoy it from prison, but... <laughs> I mean, you never know. It could be considered, it could be considered like accessible. Just oh, can you, know, you make an Excalibur and a weapon? I mean, it already looks like it's been in somebody's butt. Mm-mm. Why would you say that? Why? Why? That's crazy. Why? <laughs> right well, you know, it was great. No wonder why you had a ball in response. But it tastes great. This man just said, like, oh, uh, you know, it tastes great. Like, shit. Like, why would you just stop talking now about it? <laughs> I just ate one in front of everybody. It's just banging. Uh, <laughs> Literally. He meant to say it helps you poop. It helps you stay regular. It's the dates go to therapy. It's the dates. The dates are right in it. I'm Batman. Possible mind control experiments are scary enough, but there are real risks when when the public is invited into spaces once occupied by the military. Over the years, the U.S. Army Corps of Engineers have been working to help secure the park and uh, its safety for visitors. But as I pay my $8 entrance fee, says the uh, article writer for RoadTrippers.com, I'm given a brochure explaining what to do if if I happen to come across an unexploded ordinance, bomb, landmine, bullet, grenade, etc. The protocol is what I would expect. Yeah, it said bullet. Okay. It says bomb, landmine, bullet, or grenade, etc. That's all, that's all ordinance. What it said exploding like a non exploded beforehand, like bullets don't explode. Well, there, yeah, there was a naval battery there, so it could be like unexploded naval ordinances. If you step on a bullet, it's not gonna fucking explode like a landmine. Obviously, dickhead. But it's, it's that, that was my fact. point. That was my point. That's why I was just no, but naval shells. 
You know what I mean? You hit it with a rock hard enough. Right. You're that, but there's also just chemicals that come from that stuff, too, like gunpowder exposed and all that, or, you know what I mean? And I'm pretty like sure you don't want your baby time. chewing on a bullet. That, too. Like, mm, lad. Yes. Mm -hmm. The protocol is what you would expect. Do not attempt to touch it, move, or disturb it. The object, uh, note the location and report it immediately to the park officials. But it's not Poke the most enthusiastic stick. welcome I'd receive at a park. According to the brochure, however, the public is not in any danger. The work by the U.S. Arm, uh, Army Corps of, of Engineers will help assure that Camp Hero is free from any hazards that may remain as a result of the camp's military post. And so there is no danger, danger by a demagogue. Watch your step. Right. Like, what the fuck? Like, hey, there might be some dangerous shit out there if you see it, fucking report it. But hey, just so you know, we also cleared everything. Walk freely. Like, what? Right. what? Look what they're trying to say, though. Perhaps the greatest danger to visitors of Montauk is the least mysterious of all. Ticks. Signs warning hikers to beware of the tiny blood-sucking arachnids are as common as no trespassing signs at Camp Hero. Tick bites and the resulting diseases are far scarier the, to me than mind control or time travel. Well, then you're dumb, Mr. Road Trippers writer. What the fucking is that? Right? Mind control and fucking time travel are two of the scariest things of life. That sounds because like somebody who has mind-controlled and time-traveled would say some shit like that. Right. Matt Groening. Ticks have taken over in the future. You didn't know? <laughs> right. There are un undoubtful masters. Exactly. They're, like, they're, they're watching can, him. He's trying if, to like... If you're listening to this right now or you're watching this right now and you're a fan of conspiracy theories, then you're no stranger to... Uh, Mandela effects, and that could be some of the residual effects of time travel. No. What are the things you just have awful memory. Yeah. It's yeah, right. probably no way. It's too much shit. Yeah, people are pretty fucking stupid. I feel like the memory is probably not great too. Well, one of the things about time travel, especially, is like people don't really think about it in terms of like Oh, if something like that did exist, then you would think that it would be something treated like a weapon of mass destruction. Like nations could have this technology and it could be fully capable and tested a few times on simple things, but to actually change the altering or courts of history into unimaginable ways, like the butterfly effect, would simply mean that no one would be actually able to do it without devastating history as it is. So it'd be like a weapon. But of it, would, it would be like watching fucking Loki. Would probably... It would it would break off ripples. So it would be different fucking scenarios to happen on these different timelines. Well, there there's a game called uh, Command and Conquer and uh, Red Alert. Oh, I love where, Command and Conquer. Where do you know what I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah. So. The premise is that Einstein creates this chronosphere that allows you to travel in time, and he uses it to go back in time because in this universe, like you can't really like interact with things if you weren't there. And he goes back in time and he shakes the hand of Hitler, uh, just like on the like on the stairs of like the art school, or whatever, before it becomes anything. And he eliminates him, and he comes back and he's like, Hitler is done he's dead and they're like this is great like hitler's gone like everything's gonna be good and he's like yeah 
you know, we'll we'll have to see about that because you you kind of don't know what happens. And what ends up happening is Russia ends up becoming the super fucking major power and an even bigger issue than Germany was. So like, I hate when they do shit like that because there's so much other genocide to talk about. Like, oh, let's 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 get rid of Hitler, like Leopold didn't exist. Well, like, yeah, but all kinds of shit like that that can happen. Or Columbus. Yeah, but to be fair, for an RTS game, World War Two is probably one of the best. Crux. World War Two is, is the shit historically, but it doesn't change the fact that when they go back in time, it's always Hitler and the Nazis. Yeah, no, no, I feel you. Um, but I kind of like to think about specifically when it comes to that type of like scenario um, is that Hitler's sidemen, like Goebbels and Himmler specifically, were actual like were the actual like tactical masterminds behind the many offensives that Germany had. And one of the reasons why he weakened, weakened later on in the war was because Hitler had begun like micromanaging and controlling the directions and movements of the army directly, limiting uh, Goebbels and Himmler from actually like implementing their tactical strategies. So if you eliminated Hitler, then Germany probably might not have done so far later in the war. And they were still would have gotten destroyed by the Soviets, but still to think about that concept is scary. It's far worse of a situation. Exactly. Butterfly effect. Yeah, and Did I, the butterfies' I like wings affect the storm in Kansas. Like time travelers going back into time doing things, if they have that ability. It's not likely they're just going back in time to fuck around unless it's like an Iron Man type, which it could be. Um, there is that whole Baron Trump bullshit that supposedly is the case. He already fucked that up, though, like a But I would ma- it would make sense to me that if you're going to change the world, you're going to go back to the most seemingly insignificant point that nobody's going to trace to or notice and just change that to where it completely changes the courses of things. You may not know necessarily what it does, but you know that it's going to stop an unwanted result. And if you can go back in time, and I guess theoretically this doesn't like prevent like you can go back and forth to the same instance as opposed to different timelines. Uh, I guess you could just adjust for your mistakes, but it gets convoluted and it gets uh, contradictory once you start doing that. I definitely think time travel can exist, but I don't think it really exists in a linear fashion like we think. Well, there's evidence that it doesn't exist in a linear fashion to begin with, because when you look at the distances between, say, like planets or galaxies, the, the, like you want to go from this galaxy to another galaxy, you would never be able to reach some of those galaxies because the extension and expansion of the universe is faster than what you would be able to travel to get, get to that galaxy, which would require to be traveling well, that's because we just because of that because time, of especially, can be affected by gravity of things. This is proven well, by Einstein's like uh, relatively like when a um like the way a moon like a moon and a planet like the weight and gravity of a planet can affect the uh, time differential around the planet itself. So like it travels towards the event horizon of a black hole yeah. and then come back from it. You could theoretically travel thirty or forty years in the future or the past. No, I saw Interstellar. <laughs> no, yeah, there's that yeah, movie yeah, about that. Yeah, yeah. I think of that. I, I feel what you're saying, and I, well, I want space to be real. I'll say that much. Um, 
<laughs> at this point, I can't go in space, so it's whatever. I really, I want the Hollowers to be real, but as far as time travel goes, I feel like there's definitely something there. There's definitely something in regards to the dimensions. I don't know if you've ever gone to the China Lake website on Google Earth and looked at that shit, but they got a giant ass motherfucking Stargate there or some shit. They got some fucking giant portal. It's fucking there. And it's there from like the '80s up until now, and you can see it being when, when, being turned on, being taken down, and then being built again and turned on. It's like, what the fuck is that? So, you know, there's enough things for me to be like, this shit going down, but how exactly? It's just conjecture at this level of clearance, you know? Right, and all we have for a lot of these things in the first place is conjecture. Like, uh, there's not a lot of information publicly available about the actual extent and what the exact things that these government programs detail, such like in Montauk or MKUltra, we just have the declassified documents and the things that weren't destroyed when the government purged most of it in the 80s and 70s at congressional hearings. Yeah, and the, I believe MKUltra was declassified in our life, lifetime, right? Like within the last 10 years ago? Or yeah, yeah. Well, here, um, I actually, for the Montauk Research Project, I put the source for it I'm going to look it over real quick. Yeah, the final report of the Select Committee to Study Governmental Operations with respect to intelligence activities in the United States Senate. It was the 94th uh, committee for it, and that was the church committee. That was in, yeah, I'm trying to look up on the church committee is real quick. Because I just want to get my dates right for it. But the church committee was the uh, government and Senate inquiry that was directly, oh yeah, 1975 investigated the abuses of the CIA and that's where a lot of the release files for MKUltra actually come and then there was more files declassified as recently as 2001 it's crazy because you know that if they disclassified the files that just means they started a new project right no, I, well, after MKUltra ended, they actually did start a new project. It was called MK Search, and it was the same thing, testing overseas on people with the same techniques, mostly interacting with new technology and novel methods of technology. But as MKUltra itself, it existed for, it originally was something called Operation Bluebird, which, looking at the actual document right here, that was from 1951 and 1953, run by the Office of Scientific Intelligence, and during this time, the CIA authorized experiments to be conducted by licensed psychiatrists. This included creating new identities, inducing amnesia, inserting hypnotic access codes to subjects' minds, creating multiple personalities or false memories. This research included placing brain electrodes in people and controlling their behavior from remote transmission, administering dosages of LSD-25 to children for extended periods of time, and using that electroconvulsive therapy to erase and control That's memory. what they were seeing when they were on that LSD. That's one of the things they were using it for to make them more mentally malleable. And this comes from classified memo to chief memo contact to division contact from that's uh, blacked out using hypnotism. It was basically a central intel. It was a CIA uh, document from that church redacted. committee I was describing. All the redacted information. Yeah, I was trying to scroll past it. A lot of it is blacked out. <laughs> There's a way to look at that. Uh, not in these because they're 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 not actual text. They what they okay. do is they screen copy it so you can't look behind it. Smart motherfuckers. 
community. I mean, yeah, we are like talking about whether or not they can travel through time and shit right now. Touche. They 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 do some dumb fucking shit, but they are able to hide stuff well. Yeah, well, the thing I was mentioning is that, like, you know, the, the, the idea of them time traveling can be considered pretty crazy, of course, because, like, we have no evidence that that stuff even exists in the first place. But looking at the things that did happen, you can see that they literally took children and completely fucked their minds up with psychedelic drugs and use of electrotherapeutic measures to achieve, shatter their personalities and achieve total control. You know, that shit did happen. That's crazy. Yeah, imagine this is not the first movie where we had. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, go go ahead. I wasn't. uh, I didn't hear you. Go ahead. You're good. Yeah, I didn't hear you. I didn't hear you. I was gonna say what I'm waiting for is like just that that one second child like eleven to actually break out and cause like a giant store in a major city that they can't cover up. And it's like, nah, I saw that Akira-ass motherfucker floating through the city destroying shit, and that little motherfucker going, Tetsuo, I saw that shit. So why don't you go ahead and explain to me why he was levitating buses with his head and shit? Why don't you explain that to me before he grew into a giant fucking amorphous blob and exploded on the city? Now nobody can go to L.A. Can you explain that to me? That's the kind of stuff I'd like to see. But well, then you actually hear about people who survived those types of encounters, like survived experiments from MKUltra, and it's hard for them to even get any support or help in the first place, because what do you tell people? Oh, I got experimented on a child as in a fucking clandestine CIA operation. Like, nobody's going to believe you. There's no resources. They played with them. my brain. Yeah, right? I mean, you have on there. From these things. Like, if you're sane enough to know that you need help and you know that people aren't going to believe you, lie so you can get some help. Help for something like that? You have to be able to describe exactly what you want. Like what you're having problems with. And you can't say that the government drugged you with LSD or whatever, dude. But you could make up some fucking story where you say, Yeah, I got into some crazy shit. I was kidnapped, and this dude drugged me with some stuff. And I don't know how long I was drugged or what happened, but shit has been crazy for me for X, Y, and Z. Like, if you have enough wherewithal to know that you were drugged and you were drugged by the CIA and you don't remember it and you don't think that people are going to believe you because of that, you should be able to... Emotional damage! Sorry about that. The microphone fell on the soundboard. <laughs> I just don't... I, I, it's not that I don't believe everybody, but I, I don't believe every single one of the people that are just like... Da, 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 da. I feel like the percentage of people who are usually telling the truth is far lower than those who are just bullshitting. Because if y'all remember the creepy pasta days of the internet and all that, a lot of that stuff has come back and resurged as new conspiracies. And it's like, yo, I remember reading that on creepy pasta. Somebody came up with that fucking story. And now people who don't know about creepypasta are like, oh my God, this conspiracy. It's like, no, <laughs> it never was. It was a story. It was fucking creepy. And now people are like, is it real? I'm woke. 
you're not woke enough to like search a story up beyond where you first saw it and see that it came up on like what the fuck? Yeah, most yeah. of them are from Reddit. It, yeah, it's it, it's <laughs> it's always somebody said. There's not as many things that it's like, okay, this is kind of credible and it's referred over here. Do people have to research something more than once? Nah, bro. <laughs> you don't need to do that to get views, bro. Yeah. Right. I don't think we've done a second part episode yet. No. I don't think so. There's no need to. I mean, we could very easily. We could very easily make a two-part episode. We could just talk about Disney and where they came from, where they were, and where they are. That could be Honestly, like anything we can talk about could be uh, drawn into two episodes because we get a lot of information on all of these. Maybe not this episode so much, but on that's uh, not with that, that's not our fault. Darby did his due diligence. There's just no, a lot Darby, of connection. Darby did do his due diligence. There's just not a lot of real cold hard fact on this. Yeah, there's not a lot to, to draw from except our imaginations and Netflix. Hey. And crazy shit that we with with a hint of sarcasm. Like we usually do. My camera died, so I had to actually use this microphone. Glad it's working now. What's up, guys? Glad to have you back, man. Welcome. Thank you. I came back from the void. <laughs> but no, it's it's crazy in general because, like, you know, we only really have our imaginations. But like, I keep pointing out specifically what we do know. Like the weird, like we're talking about the Montauk facility in the first place, and it's true, it's unit transfers, the assignments that were there, the strange records of the people that were there, and and something I was also going to say earlier, like you know, parts of it are inaccessible. And you were talking earlier about like, oh, what parts of it could be underground. A fact is of the matter is that the actual radar installation itself, the subterranean levels are flooded, even though it's at the highest point. But it was man flooded. It wasn't naturally flooded. It was flooded by man. You said that in the thing, yeah. They were commenting of how it was like clearly not natural. Right. Because it's at the highest point in the park, because that's where they would want to put obviously put a radar installation. So not to mention it's it's cemented. They cemented half the fucking facility down. Oh yeah, uh, there was a lot of manholes that entered into like the like subterranean tunnels that actually entered the facility. These, these these were normal back in Cold War era bunkers, like this part specifically. And you would get in through manholes, and a lot of them have been straight up cemented over. And you don't take all that precaution to hide nothing. It it's like people are over here, and we all clearly see something that's suspect, and they're just like, no, it's not suspect. It's it, it's like it's just Long Island. Island, the fucking. Uh, uh, Catholic uh, fucking telescope named Satan. It's like, oh no, that's not. It's like, why? Why would the why would the church have a telescope called Satan? Oh no, it's nothing. Okay, or Lucifer, whatever it is. It's like that's not. That's really sus. No, it's nothing. No, you did something here at Montauk. What the right. fuck did you do? Wait, what were you doing? We did nothing. 
So you searching like religion on people. Like sometimes I wonder if all the things that are clearly a conspiracy and we don't know what they were doing, they weren't being as crazy as we thought. They were just figuring out shit that we thought they would just know. Like they were figuring out how to use TV to get people to figure like just do what they say for <laughs> years. It's like what that's like that Zimmerman dude just sitting in front of a CRB CRT for like fucking twenty years. <laughs> Just a bunch of, bunch of different swaths of children that they <laughs> stole and out of a television, seeing who they can program. It's like, oh, this is fucking sad. You wasted how much money on this? I thought you were being seven right. billion dollars was evil. Evil. This is honestly, I want to return on this. This is not evil enough for you to spend this much money. You know, it's 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 evil. It's it's evil, especially because like the things I said did happen, like them literally drugging kids with fucking LSD and giving them severe mental trauma just to try to like influence their brain, like influence their minds. All that stuff happened under Subproject Thirty Five of MK Ultra. Especially, what's up? I'm sorry. No, keep keep on. No, I was gonna say this one, especially Pacific. Um, this like example, which is actually I took a screenshot from the actual doc- classified document itself uh, for Subject Thirty Five. I put it in the Montauk files. If any, if uh, I don't know who has the research and who doesn't, but um, there was an entire clandestine laboratory set up in the medical facility at Georgetown, uh, Georgetown University Medical Center, where this type of experimentation occurred. So, with that being a reality, who would say other forms of experimentation happen in other places like Montauk, where parts of it are still in, inaccessible to this day? Or the reason would little be known about it, the unistation there having connection to intelligence and all the allegations that came forward from its establishment in the first place, to add on to what you were saying before. But with Georgetown, um, in 1957, the construction of something called the Gorman Annex was created. And it was a uh, MKUltra, several MKUltra projects conducted at Georgetown, only one involving human testing, covered a time span subsequent to March 15, throughout March 1959. Subproject 35 ran from 1955 to 1963. Thus, it's possible that the final four years of the subproject could have been spent in the Gorman Annex. However, there is no reference to the Gorman Annex or the new Annex in, the, in, in these papers. Now, there's a mention of the subproject moving to a new location in 1959. However, authorization to contribute CIA funds towards construction of the Gorman Annex is located in Subproject 35 of MKB Ultra. Recently discovered material indicated that Dr. Geshtiker continued his research for sleep and amnesia producing drugs under our project MK Research, which was the pre- like the successor program to MK Ultra, if you're asking if it was still going, through July 1967 at Georgetown University Hospital. I do know, I forgot his name, but there was a gentleman who like worked with the OSS and then he was with the cia and then i think he left and came back and like he did a bunch of crazy shit like he he's John Von like, it might have been him uh like he he, he, got real, he got real famous for like he was overseas on a mission and he was in a town and a, an old man was walking down the street and he was whistling a tune and then he just like went over to him and just started like fucking him up and like revealed that it wasn't an old man it was a young man who was part of like who was a spy and then he fucking killed him and the town was like they thought it was an old man because like he had been around for a while they're like this old man has been here he's so sweet and then it's not and then after that he got promoted into like the cia to head like MK Ultra type shit, and he was one of the big people that led experimentation with LSD. And his his story is fucking crazy. And I'm I'm gonna uh, try and find it and send it to you guys because we might want to do a story uh, a show on it. But uh, essentially, he did things 
that are crazy. Uh, kind of like uh, he had like friends. <laughs> so he had friends that he was swingers with, with his girl. And one night they were hanging out and he just, he didn't tell him. He just gave him LSD and drugged them. And just to see what would happen, because he was doing research. So he would just drug people and see what would happen. Whether it was clinical or not, it was just fucking drugging people with LSD. So he drugged them, and you know, they hung out, they did their thing, and the next day they called him and asked him about it. He was just like, nah, nah, I don't know what happened. And then they were just like, all right, whatever. We still get together for a barbecue. Like, they didn't think anything of it. They were just like, whatever. We got drugged. Like, the 70s was fucking crazy when they were doing this shit. The CIA, the type of things they were doing, it was clandestine, but also you're like, really? Like, you oh, were just fucking doing still whatever, human. huh? They're, they're probably still human. Are. <laughs> <laughs> And there you like I, I, I don't know about y'all, but I don't know anybody who works for my local water supply. Me neither. I used to back in Buffalo. His name was Ducky. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say, yeah, I know people who actually work for the water supply, but what do they really do mm. on the daily, right? Ducky cleans out shit from water wells. Nice. Oh. And then you run into does, he, does he get paid well, He also puts fluoride and LSD in the water. That's what I thought. Yeah. <laughs> Three drops to two drops. <laughs> That's the sweet zone, baby. Rolls up to the function like, I'm about to fucking dose this whole town, dude. Yeah, right? I, got, I got that tap water, bro. <laughs> bro, I'm a good one. We never went to Buffalo. What was the question? Uh, no, I was talking to Jasmine. Whoa, hey, yo! <laughs> oh my God. She over there watching TikTok instead of being on the show. That, that was not even me. That was him. Oh, okay. See? Uh, the host Talk is watching TikTok. Even know. I, I was checking a message. You're okay? a fucking liar. A message that a on TikTok? Message. It Shut wasn't up. on TikTok. It was Facebook, damn exactly. it. Exactly. I appreciate you having the accountability to give yourself L sounds, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I got I to gotta take those losses, you know. We can talk about that and people who lack it, but never mind. We're getting off topic. We've been off topic for hours, my friend. I mean, I, we've been dancing around it as good as you could. Like it's, we're talking about fire, and the best you can do when you're talking about fire is dance around it. Like, what do you not know? There's not much to talk about. Right, goes everywhere. It's supposed to go everywhere. We could tangent off onto Stranger Things, and it's weird. Fucking, I don't know. I don't know what that show was trying to do. I feel like it was an original show and then it got agenda sized. What would be the agenda? General female empowerment at the sake of male character development, despite the fact that you can do both. <laughs> I, I, I would have known that. Never watched the show. But, uh, but uh, my girlfriend. Oh, oh shit, shit! I forgot I to tell you, Talon. We have somebody here who is on your level with not watching anything. 
Uh, I feel sorry for you, bro. They're gonna. I know. I'm so uncultured. However, Darby has only 21. How much shit you watch, you now forever don't watch shit. You could, at the end of the day, actually have seen and know more than them. It's it. Tommy's never seen shit. Fuck you, you non-water drinker. And his excuses, his parents never let him watch it. And he's fucking 31 years old. And mommy won't let me watch that. They still don't let him watch it. See what I mean? No, 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 no. Darby has a legit excuse. No, no, no. Fuck this. Yeah, he's young. 21. Watch. Just hang around, Darby. You're 31, Tallinn. You'll see, Darby. You'll see. It doesn't matter how you grew up. It doesn't matter nothing. It, it, you didn't see this. Are you fucking retarded? That, yeah, that's going to go for you somewhere. Hey, you hey, see, hey. That's my list. dehydrated you cousin you're talking to. <laughs> I got you, Jazzy. <laughs> I'm not dehydrated. What what you're always dehydrated. We know if there's anything we know is a constant on this earth, it's that you're dehydrated. Bullshit. And that, and that Bob Saget did some shit with uh, PP 